It's season six, everyone. I'm so excited for this season. I cannot tell you. We have eight brand new episodes for you. If you're a Patreon member, you're going to get all of those episodes today. You can binge them whenever you want. And for everybody else, we're going to drop them every single week on a Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That will be 8 p.m. UK time. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Vicon, and also to BookVO PCAP and Motion Capture Orlando, who support the show. We hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the season. Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. <laughs> and then they're like, you mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like nobody said, oh, you know, here you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast Season 6 with my amazing co-host and co-producer, Jasper Cartwright. And today, I'm very, very happy to be introducing a woman that I've come to know recently. Um, And I'm just going to get straight into question one. What is your name and where did you grow up? Uh, My name is Veronica Smith, and I grew up in Northern Virginia uh, in the suburbs of D.C., Amazing. And can you tell us a little bit about what you do, your title and where you work? So currently I'm freelance. Um, I mostly camera operate and I'm a cinematographer. And then I also co-own a company with my partner uh, called Film Dreams Inc. So we produce all kinds of content from short films to music videos to commercials. Uh, We kind of do it all. Amazing. And uh, you've worked in the performance capture arena, and we're going to find out a little bit more about some of the huge projects that you've been part of. Um, But before we do, can you tell us how you would best describe performance capture? How I would best describe performance capture... It's kind of difficult to describe, I think, to people who are like outside the industry. Um, But it's creating a world inside of a computer and then making it happen with live action right so you're so you're making these models in the computer and then you're taking that and applying it to real life body movement uh and it's sort of this marriage between live action and uh animation I think, it's I think that's actually one it. of my favorite answers I was ever. literally about to jump in <laughs> I was and like, say, whoa, wow. yeah. I've heard some answers, but that, I creating a world a... inside a computer, I was like, whoa. I think on a technical level as well, I don't think any, I don't think anyone has actually summed it up in a, in a kind of like a very simple and easy to understand way that well. Like, I think if yeah. you were, like you said, someone who's outside of it, I think that's like one of the best descriptions we've we had. We're going to have to rip that nice. for the intro. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's ours now. Really sorry. We've, that. we've just I, we've taken that. I uh, love that. In fact, wait, wait, Victoria, quickly. You just quickly, just you say everything that Veronica just said, and then we'll put that out. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll just shamelessly steal it. We'll just shamelessly steal it. Go for it. <laughs> no, we would never do that. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and I think, you know, you you do come from the technical side of this, and we often have people that are from the, um, I mean, you're from the creative side too, but more of the creative side with actors, directors, you know, producers of this stuff. So they, they see it from 
what I would say our perspective you know that's the only perspective that I have um and I love interviewing people that are more on the tech side of things because it is a different perspective and it's actually I just love that I love mm. that a world inside built a world building building a world inside a computer I mean yeah. it really that's kind of if, sums it up and and actually everything does in... feed back into mm. that right mm-hmm. yeah of yeah. course Jasper no, I was going to say, if I could jump in, I wanted to ask a question, actually, because it was uh, uh, something that I wanted to ask your partner uh, when we interviewed him a little while ago, um, which is like, as a filmmaker and someone who is coming to this uh, from a, you know, having like made, like you said, short films, music videos, all these kinds of things, has working with in motion capture changed your perspective on like what is possible in the kind of film, TV, movie, music, whatever medium? Because um, oh. I feel like for, for me as a creative, I've feel like it's really ever since i first figured out what they were doing on like avatar one i was like my mind suddenly went (laughs) i just blew up with possibilities and i'm just so fascinated to see someone who's really really in it right now working on it and both you know working on tv and film has that expanded what you kind of perceive as possible yeah definitely i mean i think before i started on avatar like my knowledge of motion capture was basically a few behind the scenes videos that i had seen (laughs) of like video games and avatar one um I think it changed my perspective that there is so much more that a computer can do and so much world building and so much um, that is possible, I think, beyond than I ever was able to comprehend before I did motion capture. Like, And also, I think it showed me like it takes the, the sheer volume of people it takes to create something like that. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people thousands of hours. I mean, it's really incredible. And I think, you know, it's definitely that kind of thing is a little bit more difficult to scale smaller. Um, But I think as perspective for like my own filmmaking is it's, it's made it, um, I don't know, I think uh, me appreciate technology more and Mm. sort of look into like, okay, what, along with motion capture, like what are other technologies that are pushing forward? You know, we don't have to just stick to you know, film or whatever, as, as amazing as that is, like, there's so much more that is possible out there with technology. And it just keeps getting more and more incredible. I mean, you see the introduction of LED walls, and now the use of AI and all these different things. It's like, our industry is exploding technologically. And I think just being in motion capture opened my eyes to that. Um, we have to back up because you have been part of Avatar and uh, we kind of just teased <laughs> yeah. it there. So I'm gonna, I don't know if this is actually the answer to this question, but we can talk a little bit about your credits and the things that you've been working on. How did you discover performance capture and how did you p- become involved? What was your first project? So my first project was Avatar. That's ridiculous. Um, which, is insane, <laughs> which, is, which is insane. So uh, sort of long story short, um, Neil got called to do this kind of random job that we didn't know anything about. He wasn't able to do it. Neil's my partner. Um, he wasn't able to do it. So I sort of showed up at this soundstage in Playa del Rey and it was this little uh, motion capture studio called Digital Domain and they were rewiring all of their cameras. They were replacing all of their motion capture cameras and I was like, what are motion capture cameras? Like, I have no idea. So I spent two weeks 
<laughs> laying, uh, pulling back and then relaying all the cables that need to be plugged into all of the cameras, hundreds of cameras inside the volume. So I did that for two Jeez. weeks straight. I got really good at wrapping cable. Thank you. I've been on that stage. I didn't realize you'd been, you'd been putting the cameras up. So all those cameras are, are ones that I put up in 2000. What oh God, that would be 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and my boss, Dennis, on that job, he was like, you're amazing. I'm going to call you in a month for another job. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Cool. Right. And then I get, exactly. You're kind of like, okay, <laughs> sure, you'll call me. Okay. And then I get a call a month later and he's like, uh, so I'm the key grip on Avatar. I want you to work for me. And I was I like. I would have passed out. Like, I'm telling you right now, I'd have passed out. Amazing. Like immediately. <laughs> I was just like stunned. I was like, uh, uh, okay, sure. I'll work for you. Like I had no idea what I was even signing up for, but I knew the name. Obviously I was like, well, this would be a ridiculous opportunity to pass up. So I started working as a PA underneath our key grip, uh, Dennis Horder. And I basically PA'd during pre-production. So we were in pre-production from like end of, or like February, 2017 through the summer. And then we started, full-time shooting in the fall of 2017. And by that point, I had sort of made this new position for myself, um, which I can get into now if you want me to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of the things and the people that we've interviewed on the show, AJ Clearway was somebody, a producer that we talked about, and she said, I created my own position. You know, And I think a lot of people in this, because it's so new, I mean, this podcast, this is the only podcast that talks about this stuff that I know of. Um, you know, we're creating new forms of education, new job opportunities for ourselves daily because it's not already there. The systems are not in place. The structure is not in place. So yeah, please do tell us about that. Yeah. So I, uh, so I kind of want to rewind a little bit and describe what my job ended up being. So my official title at the end of Avatar was stage layout coordinator, um, And basically what that meant was we had a section of the art department that they took. So that digital world, right? That world inside the computer, let's say the characters had to run up a hill. So in the computer, it was digitally designed. And then what a section of the art department that I worked really closely with, their job was to take that and make it into the physical world but inside the computer, right? So we had these essentially giant Lego pieces. Um, (laughs) They were one meter by one meter. We had different heights. We had different rises, different, you know, sort of wedges, all kinds of different shapes that they use digitally. And then once they created those digital plans, my job was to take those and transfer them to the real life set. Wow. So I was essentially partially in charge of like a, a the grip department so it was like anywhere between 10 to 15 guys and we would build out all of these absolutely insane sets um because avatar is different than any other motion capture i've ever seen or ever come across and anybody i've worked with has never experienced motion capture like how james cameron does it mm-hmm. um and so my, that was my job was I essentially took these plans and made them happen in real life. Uh, it's the sort of simplest That's way amazing. That's amazing. That's really, and the really fact cool. that was your first job is just like, it's, it was, it's, it's great. I love it. You beat me because whenever I say Assassin's Creed, people are like, what? But they were saying avatars, like another level. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Um, what's your favorite thing about motion capture? 
what do you love about it? Um, I honestly, I love that, you know, when we were, when we were shooting, we had the screens on the soundstage. Um, so we had televisions that were on like these rolling stands. There was Mm -hmm. between like probably six on the soundstage. So you could actually see the virtual world. Like you could see what, you know, was being filmed. And I love that you could walk up to our sets, you could touch them. You could, if you were in a motion capture suit, you put your hand on our set and your hand was on that log or was on Mm -hmm. that building or on that staircase. Like it, it was incredible to me that these cameras can capture someone's body. Like I think just the technology behind it just always blew my mind. That was always my favorite part. Mm. I love that. That's and really incredible it... as well to take it to like a whole other level of actually overlaying so that, you know, all of your actors and everything are really interacting with, at least physically interacting with that world. Uh, and I just think like that we're really now getting, that's like the perfect blend of like, you know, cause then you can capture the full performance, right? You, cause you're going to get all the, you know, cause a lot of stuff, what you do with, what you do with mocap is like, you know, you do have to, uh, as, as I, I know that you'll know Victoria, you have, you have to fudge some stuff where you haven't really got a thing oh, yeah. there or you haven't really got a step or like you said, a hill, you know what I mean? And you kind of have yeah. to like, <laughs> uh, kind of fake it a little bit. And, and like, even just having the, the, cause one of the things I love about uh, motion capture is that you get the weight of a real human being. Cause I think that's something that can be lacking in animation mm-hmm. uh sometimes like the physical weight of a human being and like i kind of almost include the emotional weight with that as well just because it translates in your physical performance and so like yeah having that physical uh space to interact with i think really shows in the in the final product because you can you know you can see that there isn't that kind of same kind of awkward thing that you get with a lot of stuff where you're just sort of interacting and it's just like clearly like patting patting like nothing you know and yeah the hands sort of <laughs> floating around and a lot of stuff like that so i think it really does show and i think it's a, it's really really cool actually i um must be yeah. pretty amazing to see that and build that yeah i liked that neil talked about that too how james cameron was really important like it was really important to him that you could you could definitely be the worlds were completely built as well as being digitalized yeah I mean, we did actors. insane stuff like we we had a greens department on motion capture i mean i don't know anybody yeah, that else does, who does that never had that, that no. never, yeah like we had an entire greens department so they could you know our friend eric and so you could really like he could feel you know the plants so the actors could interact i mean literally anytime you see the actors and avatar interacting with natural environment or like the ship it was the built environment it was there mm. like we mm. built it and then the whole other section is the underwater part i mean that's the thing <laughs> is like then then it was all transferred to underwater and like I, I wish i could show photos and everything but if you see any of the behind the scenes like you'll yeah. see these these gray blocks. i think disney plus has all of that stuff right mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of stuff on there so like just... any of those gray blocks and stuff that's all stuff that we built is insane <laughs> so great i'm I'm just so inspired like even hearing about it that is a dream of mine imagine that to swim mm. i've always said i'm i'm a slalom i was a slalom ski racer and um big big skier and i would love to bring that to life you know on, oh, on the performance yeah. capture yeah. stage like to somehow do a movie where i'm playing a, a woman that's a, a skier and, and go through the mountains and bring that to life. Um, can, do you have any funny moments that happened? Uh, Neil was telling <laughs> us a funny thing about him, like messing up the cameras. But like, have you have you have you got a um, any any funny moments that happened? It didn't have to. It doesn't have to be on set. It doesn't have to be on Avatar. It could be other projects or whatever. But um, I'm trying to think of something specific. Uh, 
honestly, like I got really close with our, you know, our whole grip team got really, really close. Our, our team was called Zulu. Um, okay. So the Zulu team got really, really close. And uh, I love those guys from the bottom of my heart. And we just, I, I don't even have like a specific memory, but we just were always doing ridiculous things. We were always making the best of our time. Um, I, I think it's a, it's uh it's showing because I look back at photos that the very few photos I do have from working on avatar. And most of them are goofy photos of us doing funny stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we were there for so long that we just became so close. How long was, how long were you working on that? So I worked there for two and a half years. Um, so I did six months of pre-production and then kind of, it was sort of like, okay, we're going to shoot for six months. And then it was like, well, we're going to shoot for another six months. We're going to shoot for another six months. And then it all rounded out to be two and a half years. Amazing. Um, So this, I'm, I'm just so inspired. Like I'm kind of awestruck as well, like that this is coming towards the podcast talking about Avatar. And it's really a dream of mine to have guests of this, of your caliber and have that to be able to talk about some of the most exciting projects that are using performance mm. capture i'm i'm a little overwhelmed to be honest because it is <laughs> it's just when i started this podcast i don't know 2019 i just i i had dream. big <laughs> dreams for it but yeah. now it's it really are they are coming yeah. to reality um before we round up what advice would you give to other people listening that want to get into a similar field of performance capture and i think let's re let's restate your title of what you do as well because I do think it's very unique. And I mean, you know, specifically doing that job or other jobs that you found yourself doing that are around that in other projects, like what is the best piece of advice? And I know for yourself and Neil, something that I really admire about both of you, you're such a great team with marketing on social media, with networking with people. I mean, I really, I see that and I see it done very, very well, very authentic you know um it's it's a joy to be around you both and you know it's it's also just very um I don't know it's just very authentic you know it's very genuine and I don't know many people that are able to market to the amount that you do and network and meet as many people and book continuously work um can you just Maybe you're just really, really, really nice people, and then that's and that's that's the ticket. Just be a nice nah, person. That can't be. Um, it. That can't but... be. It. They come across like horrible people to me, Victoria. Yeah. I well, I know that's scored. a piece of it for sure. Jeez, but if there I... any other advice that you would like that you could give to somebody listening, um, I think you know, obviously, other than just meet as many people as you can, um, I would say the people, at least in my experience, the motion capture world, are very welcoming. And they also are willing to teach you. So don't be afraid. If you don't know anything about motion capture, reach out anyway. Like I learned so much. I knew nothing. And Avatar was my first thing that I ever did. So don't be afraid to reach out to people and, you know, just be open to learning because they're willing to teach, you know, a lot of the people that I worked with on Avatar were people who had never worked in motion capture before. I think that was actually a more common story than people who have ever done it before. Um, So don't be afraid to reach out, uh, be willing and open to learning and be prepared to work hard because people in the motion capture uh, world work really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And how can everybody find you on the social media? 
Oh, can I can I ask oh, yeah, one more quick, you do. Just yeah. quick yeah. question Go before ahead. you do that? It's just um, I was just really interested. Obviously, you said about starting a like production company with uh, your partner, and that's something it's on my list of aspirations of things that I want to do. And I'm just sort of I, I mean I think there's probably people listening as well that might be interested in that kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Just is there any advice you would give to someone who is looking at starting their own, you know, even if not production company, but sort of you know starting making their own work as opposed to just sort of looking for a job? Because uh, I do think that's kind of quite a valid approach and valid way into you know certain industries and wonder how you found that and and any advice that you'd have from from that angle yeah I mean I think it came from like a place of just wanting like you said wanting to make our own stuff wanting to create our our, you know not just work on other people's stuff but make our own Mm. um and I think the best advice I can give is uh just get started like Mm -hmm. you know come up with a name, even if it's not the name you stick with forever. But if you start kind of branding yourself as that, you know, now people know Neil and I are Film Dreams Inc. You know, we, we started an Instagram page. That's free. You, you don't have to, mm. you, you have to pay for a website, but you don't have to pay for an Instagram page. Um, and just, uh, you know, trust your gut and just start making stuff that makes you happy. You know, don't worry about, oh, if I make this, you know, this type of movie, then someone will want to watch it. No, just make stuff that makes you happy and that you would want to watch. And then your audience will come and people will want to support you and help you and, and, uh, you know, just, just keep meeting wonderful people like the two of you and everyone will lift each other up. I love awesome. that. Thank well, yeah, you, I Brooke. checked out some of your stuff after we uh, spoke to Neil. It's really, really cool. So congrats because oh, it looks amazing. Super cool. And so how can we find you on uh, social media? Uh, so we have our uh, company handle, at uh, Film Dreams Inc. Let me double check that that actually is the handle. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> As we I, talk I, about I'm marketing. Sure yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, you can easily find my personal, at um, Veronica S. Smiles is also on there as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Veronica. I am I'm excited. We're about to start a project together as well, which I'm super excited about. I can't Ooh, wait to talk about in the secrets. future. But um, <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's really fun to have you on the show. I loved having Neil on the show. Um, this episode will go on the Patreon and then it will hit season six. Um, and we're, we're super happy to have you here. So thank Amazing. you. Thank you. <laughs> podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life science, entertainment, and engineering industries. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software, developed specifically for the needs of the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. The latest release of Shogun adds support for Valkyrie, Vicon's newest and most powerful range of optical cameras yet. Find out more at www.vicon.com. The Performance Capture Podcast also gets its support from Motion Capture Orlando, now offering remote access to direct your shoot from anywhere in the world. To learn more about their 38-camera Vicon stage, go to motioncaptureorlando.com. Whether you're a past, present, or entirely new student to book VOPCAP, during the strike, Victoria is offering a huge 50% off all private coaching sessions with her. Email bookvopcap at gmail.com to schedule your one-to-one session. Plus, her PCAP with the Pro Zoom class has now sold out of participant slots, but you can still audit the six-week course. Book now at bookvopcap.com. As a past student, I cannot recommend this highly enough.